Join us for live sweats. Oh! Yes! Let's go, Kansas 80, That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. It's one nothing Diamondbacks now in the bottom of the third. They got a runner on third, and they're trying to keep this series alive. Man, it feels like we're getting closer and closer to Phillies, Astros, back in the World Series again, guys. Yeah, I, uh... I need the Phillies to win this game tonight. I don't like what I'm seeing yeah, here. Yeah, you do. one nothing. Now a runner on third for the Diamondbacks. Hey, come on now. This can't be a series. Come on now. They got oh, Schwarbaum and Turner and Bryce Harp. Don't worry. Ooh, short leash for Sanchez tonight. Yeah. He's getting pulled after 38 pitches. Runner on third, one away. And we're already going to the pen. We got a bullpen game tonight for the Phillies. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a really short leash, though. Yep. Two and a third. Ooh. Only gave up two hits and one run. Yeah. Yeah. Bullpen game and in the NLCS. That's wow. the one that's the one thing that makes it so hard to predict is how <laughs> what the leash is gonna look like for a lot of starting pitchers. Some it's more than others. We've seen where it's too long is plenty of times in the postseason. But if you decide to leave that pitcher out there too long, then things can get away from you really, really quick. So that's why we see those short leashes so often. I should have held off and waited on the Phillies. They're plus one fifty on the money line right now. I bet minus one thirty five. Well, Could have got his dogs down one. Hey, they're built to come back. Although we saw the Astros do it already tonight. I don't know if we're. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get two comebacks. Probably I don't not. Think we are. Especially. Well, maybe we'll see another uh, broken baseball run written rule, and then that'll change everything. See, that's what we need. Yeah. Probably not. All right. On to the Falcons and Bucks, where we've got. I, I would. I mean, at this point, is this two teams now essentially competing for that division? Falcons two and a half point road dogs, thirty seven is the total there. I, I like just I'm thinking of what we saw last night and I'm thinking of what we thought more more me not you. I know you didn't. You were really more on the Saints. You were a little more on the Saints, right? Yeah. Uh no, no I, you weren't. I was all You out were on off the Saints. Saints. I was the only one that was I on had, the Saints. I had no I had only props in that game. Yeah. And oh no. I had no. the first half under which did not hit. I meant on the the season, oh, winning the division. On the Saints. I was a little lukewarm yeah. on the Saints. Well, I feel like everybody's lukewarm on the entire division if we're being honest, but it kind of felt like Jags the Saints for me made were, sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so for the game last night, yes. obviously different story. But now if we're looking at this, the Saints offense looked like a complete mess, and they yeah. find a way to really should have won that game. That dropped touchdown in the end zone by Moreau was uh, pretty awful. Yes. Uh, pretty awful. But now you got the Falcons and Bucks, two teams that have a chance to really kind of – they will be in first place whoever wins this when this game is done. The question becomes, what Des- what are you going to get from Desmond Ritter? I, I really feel like that makes yes. such a massive difference in this. Desmond Ritter on the road, terrible. Desmond Ritter at home, good. So if you get bad Desmond Ritter for the Falcons, this is the Bucks game to lose. Yeah, I think the Bucks smash the Falcons at home. Uh, I really do. Desmond Ritter in an indoor environment has been pretty damn good. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be able to shred this Falcons defense, even with adding uh, a Jesse Bates. And the secondary has been much better. You're seeing the Falcons not run the ball nearly as well, especially in the last couple of weeks with Desmond Ritter at the crib. And maybe that's because Desmond Ritter's been able to get the ball to his receivers. Uh, I just think the Buccaneers' defense is going to be too tough for this Falcons team. Divisional rivalry, always tough, right? Um 
But for me, it's Buccaneers minus 145 on the money line. For me, it's Buccaneers minus 2.5 uh, for the full game. Especially you're getting under the key number. I think the Buccaneers can win this game by, by a full touchdown. Yeah, it's funny because I think Baker Mayfield, like is the best quarterback in this division, right? When Crazy you think, to when say. You, when you think about it in the NFC yeah. South, the way that Derek Carr looks right now, especially, I think that Derek Carr, I'm sorry, Derek Carr, I think Baker Mayfield might be the best quarterback in this division. And, yeah, I really liked Atlanta coming into the season, went over the eight-and-a-half win total, took them to win the division. So I'm not going to bet Tampa in this game. I'm just going to stay away. I'm going to be cheering for Atlanta because I don't have anything on Tampa. But, man, like that's the team that scares me the most right now. It's not the Saints, even with that defense. It's Tampa. And they still got guys you know, from that Super Bowl run on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and then they have Baker. The problem for Tampa is right now they can't run the ball. Right. But against Atlanta, you know, is that really going to matter? I, I do think that they'll probably be able to hit some stuff underneath here. You like um, Rashad White's unders, or would you stay away from that? I'd probably stay away. Like, I don't even know what to do with the total because I look at this total at 37, and I'm tempted to take the over, to Same. be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I could see some points being scored. I could also see both of these quarterbacks throwing some bad interceptions yeah. and some short fields. You know what I mean? But. The thing that scares me away from Atlanta is what you said. They didn't run the ball particularly well like last week. Even with Tyler Algier, even with Bijan. Bijan had what, like thirty seven rushing yards? Yeah. Um and then with Tampa, you know, I bet them the last couple weeks. I took them against Philadelphia. They weren't able to cover in that game and a couple times this season, like when they've stepped up in class, they just haven't really looked good. If there's pressure on Baker, it gets to be a little sketch. Yeah, this is more a game where I want to sit back and kinda of learn what either of these teams are because Tampa got off to a nice little start this season. But I don't know if it's sustainable, some of the stuff that they're doing, even in a bad division. You know what I mean? I don't know how yeah. good of a team they are, and Baker continue, can continue to do this. And I don't know how good Desmond Ritter is either. So stay away from me in this one. The Bucks have the second-highest blitz rate in the NFL, too. So yeah. they may if they get after Ritter, there's a chance for an interception or two there. And maybe that's the type of prop you're going to look at, right? Minus uh, 105 to throw an interception for Desmond Ritter. That's it? Yeah. And here's the reason I think mm. that it's that good of a value is because Desmond Ritter has always been considered, even in his college career, as like this conservative mm-hmm. perfectionist, mm-hmm. doesn't want to throw uh, to you know the wrong spot, and so he'd be more willing to hang on to the ball or throw it away than to throw an interception. But that hasn't been the case though. Yeah, um, th- so far this season, three picks especially. last week too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, maybe that's actually I haven't bet that yet. I might add that to my list. A Desmond Ritter interception in here. So uh, I mean, especially too. I mean, you talk about there's the blitz rate for the Bucks. They're also plus six in turnover margin, third best in the NFL. Yeah. So that I that may be if there's something you want to target you start looking at defensive props here in some case or a turn or an interception for uh for Desmond Ritter. Yeah, the only prop I have I just checked. I got the uh Drake London receptions over oh, three you know and what? a half. I have the receiving yards for him. It's minus one thirty five for the receptions, but only three and a half. Now the concern is of course Desmond Ritter on the road. Kyle Pitts finally got going. His receptions three and a half plus one thirty to the over. I'd rather go with Drake London. I think this is a good matchup to finally get him hopefully involved against this Tampa Bay secondary. You can move him around a little bit, work him out of the slot. He should have this going into the second half, kind of like the Kamara uh, prop last night. All right, the Bears are two-and-a-half-point dogs at home. Totals 37.5 in this. we got some low, mm-hmm. low totals in the NFL this week. It's not going to really help anybody that's trying to say the make the argument the NFL has been better than college football this year, which it is your thing. And you know what? It hasn't. I, I'm, I'm fully in on that. So maybe this weekend will be different, but it's, it's tough. And this game here... Man, what a stinker. I mean, we've got two backup quarterbacks in this game. One's going to be Brian Hoyer, most likely. I don't think Aiden O'Connell's going to get the start. And Tyson Baggin, Baggins, how do we even say this guy's name? Baggins. Baggins. 
Baggin? Tyson Bajan. Bajan. From Shepherd University. Shepherd. My cousin Shep. went there, actually. The only thing in I know about it is... Shepherdstown, West Virginia. And that's the only thing I know about it is that that's where it is. Uh, I know nothing about this guy. I just... I, I don't even want to watch this game. I may not even have it on one of the small quad boxes. I don't even think I'm... I'm just going to find a, a choice that doesn't involve it. I want nothing to do with this awful-looking game. I kind of like the Bears at three... And I kind of like the Raiders at two and a half, uh, as crazy as that sounds. Because I agree. Like, I don't want either side. A lot of people are making the case for the Bears. I do think that Tyler's going to ball out in this game because, like, let's be honest, this is his only shot. Justin Fields, when he comes back, is going to get the job back. Even if he's not the guy next year, they're going to draft somebody because this team's no good. Um, neither secondary is all that good. The Bears do get a little healthier. They're going to get Eddie Jackson back for this game, which is huge. The Raiders aren't very good on defense. They did shut down the Packers a couple weeks ago, and they do have Max Crosby who could get after the quarterback. The reason I leaned Raiders early in the week is because at least Brian Hoyer has been around a decade-plus, knows this Josh McDaniel system since he spent time with them in New England, and he has the better weapons. Devontae Adams, Michael Mayer, Hunter Renfro, even though they don't use any of these guys. Uh, so i got to stay away. At three, I would like the Bears. At two and a half, I kind of like the Raiders, but uh, I don't want to trust either of these teams. I don't want to watch this game. The only thing I would do here, Devontae Adams receiving yards over 67 and a half. I do think that they at least get him the targets, and I think he's going to have a monster game. The receptions aren't up yet, so I can only go receiving yards 67 and a half. And I don't mind the anytime touchdown for Devontae Adams either in this game. Actually, but I think he has a monster game. I, I did put Devontae Adams 80-plus receiving yards in I a like parlay. So, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, so I, 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 I did also, toss that in. I also think uh, the player who is obviously the number one receiver on the Raiders is essentially not Devontae Adams in the last couple of weeks. It's been our Jacoby. man Jacoby Myers. Yep. Three and a half receptions, mm-hmm. minus 150 for him. Maybe you want to put that into a parlay because I don't love the juice just playing that all by itself. This game is going to be really a stinker. Uh, I wouldn't hate thinking about taking an under 37 and a half, but all of that to say I just really want, like you said, just to watch it or maybe not watch it and just pretend like it never existed. Maybe some <laughs> tackle props. I'm trying to find something that I like here, and there really isn't. Like you yeah. said, Brian, if I could get the Bears at home with a field goal, I would consider that. Other than that, probably not. I want to wait and see what the weather looks like, of course, in this game, too, because yeah. if we're going to go like all overs on the reception props. But, I mean, those are some soft numbers. Sure, you don't like the juice, the minus 150, but you could take some alternate lines. Jacoby mm-hmm. Myers has been getting the targets. Yes, yeah. he has. He's been solid. But I do think, like, finally, like, especially because Devontae said something, and the way that he went about it, too, I thought it was classy. Like, he quote tweeted it, and he's like, all I want are, you know, I want to win games, and I want to catch footballs catch the football. I mean, I don't think that's, uh, that's too bad. It's not really unreasonable, especially considering what some other guys will say. Yeah. When, you know, so. I'm uh, always open. So I, I'm uh, always effing open. So I actually yeah. have a question for you guys. Um, so ESPN, if you go on their schedule, um, on their schedule list for whatever sport you want to look at, they always list the lowest price for a ticket. Take a guess. $17. Not, not even the Bears. Bears. Which game you think is the cheapest to go to this year? Oh, that's a good weekend. question. Um, don't cheat. It's, I'm not. I'm not. It's that game, right? It's got to be that game because you wouldn't no, have brought it up. It's no, not. it's not. Is it a game we've talked about already? No, it's hold Falcons, on. It's Buccaneers. I, I actually know what game it is. It no, is no, it? It's it is? Falcons Buccaneers. Falcons is it? Twenty-five dollars. Wow. The cheapest ticket to go to a Bears game is seventy-four. Well, think about this. This is the reason why Chicago is an awesome sports town. Yeah. Uh, the fan yeah. base is a main is a, is a full full city of maniacs. We know because Ryan is a maniac. Yes. The UC continues to sell out tickets even though the Bulls are terrible. And let's be real, 
Tampa Bay is just not a great sports town. The Rays don't get fans. When the Toronto Raptors were in Tampa Bay, they didn't even know that they were there. They were booing them. And then you've got the Buccaneers. Now that Tom Brady's not there, it's like they don't even exist. So that makes sense to me. In our uh, in like our family group text, everybody was going to go to this game. And they're like, aren't you glad that we didn't end up getting tickets to this one? Because it's two backup quarterbacks. Oh. It's Brian Hoyer going against Tyler Badgen, So Commanders, Giants. $58. Well, wow. yeah, I mean, that's up still at MetLife, so. Steelers-Rams, 149 I'm excited for that game. Yeah, though. me yeah, too. That's, that's, me too. Chiefs that's one I actually want to watch. Chargers, I'm excited for that game, too. Yep. And the most expensive. Of course, Dolphins-Eagles. Dolphins-Eagles at oh, 200 I'm excited for that one. Yeah, these are the games that, uh, yep. yeah, these are the ones that I can't wait to talk about. Well, then good. Then we can <laughs> st- jump right into it, then, and we can talk about that Rams game, which, yeah. you know, when, when you look at the Rams, I mean, it's... They're three-point favorites at home against those Steelers. Those. Those Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, totals 44 there. Really exceeding expectations. We thought the Rams were going to be... Well, we remember, I remember the conversation over the summer was like, the Rams might... Six and a half. Oh, they'll go over their win total six and a half. And then it was like, oh my God, is Cooper Cup going to be out all season again? They could totally tank. They've kind of gone through this up and down, and we realize, oh wait, okay. Yeah. I, 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 Sean McVay knew what he was doing. Did you see the quote, by the way, that he had about his kid? He said he's not going to have to miss any time because his kid knows not to come on a Sunday. Yeah. That's a, just a great... doesn't just work Sean like that, McVay. Though, Sean. I said the same thing, and my son was born on the last the last game ever, Michigan and uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, don't worry. Right I, at half. My kid knows he's not going to come on a Sunday. It's going to be totally fine. He'll be back, and I'll, I'll be. I won't miss any time he coaching the football. What's there? He's yeah. definitely yeah. going to be born on a Sunday. Definitely going to be born on a Sunday now. But I mean, look the the Rams now with Cooper Cup back. And Puka Nakua out there. Now I know you've got some injuries in the back, you know, in the backfield. So your run game is going to be. At, I don't want to say struggle because they'll find ways to obviously execute as best they can. But the strength for the Rams now is going to be throwing the football against a pass defense that is 25th right now in the NFL in the Steelers. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm headed as well. Mm-hmm. The Steelers defensively, if they don't get home, have just been abysmal. Uh, it's like. Very shocking to watch because that's not what you know them to be. You can't even believe it's the same team. The bet is very simple, folks. It's Cooper Cup receiving yards, 90 and a half. Yep. That's what it is. Like Cooper Cup, 148 yards on seven receptions against the Cardinals. Uh, I would say probably a slightly better secondary, even with Buda Baker being out. Eagles, eight receptions, 118 yards. Um, just like understand your assignment and take that hammer it and be done with it. So you're going on cup, cup. All right, Cooper Cup yep. receiving yards. What I like that too. Kyle Schwarber just hit a solo shot because that's what he does in the postseason. Guy is ridiculous. So two one game. This is why you can't count the Phillies out, man. You By know, the way, really quickly before you go yeah. into it, Ryan, because I know you have a ton of good stuff to say. I am going to be disciplined this weekend. I am not betting forty things. <laughs> I am going to find the thing that I like, and I'm going to stick to that. And not add things late when it's like 12.57 p.m. And I'm like, ooh, Jalen Warren. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. I've lost a lot of money, <laughs> so we're not doing that. I like the Cooper Cup props with you guys yeah. because I also like the Rams in the game. And I actually planned on betting the Steelers because, again, not the biggest trends guy, but Mike Tomlin off the bye since 2007, his first year as head coach. 12-4 and four against the spread. He's 6-0 and oh straight up the last six years off the bye. He's just really good with extra time to prepare. Steelers injury report looking a little bit better. Kyron Williams out for the Rams. He was tearing it up, but like you said, like if the Steelers aren't getting home, that pass defense exposed against Cooper Cup, Luka, those receivers, 
comes down to are they going to be able to get home? Are the Rams going to be able to protect? I think they might be able to. We'll see what Joey Porter Jr. does in this game. I think he might be matched up a little bit more on Cooper Cup. But I kind of like the Rams here. Mike Tomlin also 44-40 outright as an underdog. As yeah, that scares me. Just saying. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.